Today's episode of Shots Fired is brought to you by Portlandia, the brilliant Emmy-nominated sketch comedy show. Two back-to-back episodes start off season three, and you've got to catch them both. Guest stars like Jim Gaffigan and Patton Oswalt will hang out with Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein this time around. Check out ifc.com for more info. Blow. Shots Fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and herbal tea and various refreshments. <laughs> Sitting here, it's a very special episode of Shots Fired. We're taping it from my apartment. Sitting next to Blockhead, a producer from New York City. He has an album called Interludes from Midnight that came out this year on Ninja Tune. You should definitely get it. It's one of the better instrumental beat albums of the year, if not the best. I'm also sitting next to a returning guest, Open Mike Eagle from Chicago, now in Los Angeles. Put out an album this year called Animal Hospital on Fake Four Records. Also great. Sitting next to No Can Do. And Izzy the dog, he's cooking, as always, on Saturday night. That's right. <laughs> he's covering his eyes. House party, that's right. Hey, we got whiskey in here. How's it going, Shots Fire? Right. Uh, I am No Can Do. Thank you for tuning in uh, once again. And uh, I had something funny to say, but I forgot it, so it's, it's, it's a long night for you. And uh, just be No Can, just played the low end theory in San Francisco. Yeah, man. I just, dude, I just beat the shit out of a hippie with his own glow stick. He got high for the first time in a year. I, I smoked. No, I didn't. I can't, I can't, I can't be saying I smoked weed on that. I, I did drugs, like, on a recording. <laughs> he got high on life in San Francisco. <laughs> it was a glorious evening. He saw a rainbow. And then it was just, yeah, she was just, I saw a rainbow. I was like, oh my God. She was just, <laughs> turned, out, turned out, turned out, she was just a raver girl. It's fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's a uh, special Saturday night episode of Shots Fired because the Airwolf Studios are closed, and then we uh, we just did it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's it. So what are we what are we talking about on the Saturday night? No can. Uh, we're gonna talk about alter egos. We're gonna talk about uh, you know we're gonna talk about rappers creating characters and running with it for years. We're gonna talk about guys that are just characters to begin with. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna also talk about how it usually doesn't work out, and usually like never. It's like always like Chris Gaines and like Garth Brooks. You're always like, hmm, it's the same dude. Come on, that was weird. <laughs> Just like, yo, you're not fooling anybody. Wait a minute, you know about this Garth Brooks being a whole other person for I don't, some reason. I don't know about that. Yeah, Garth Brooks had a mainstream pop music alter ego. Chris Gaines, Chris, huh? Chris, what? Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna have, name. we're just gonna get into it. Right? When did yeah. when did this happen? Ninety what? I don't remember. That. Late nineties, I think. Yeah. yeah, he was on SNL when Garth Brooks hosted. Oh, so really? it was like a double Garth Brooks bonanza. Oh, you know that's just fucked oh, up. He was the musical guest. Yeah, yeah. Chris oh. Gaines was the musical guest. He announced oh. himself. Yeah, he bought himself out somehow. They I wish he had like an MF2 mask. He had a different haircut. He had like a, 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 a haircut mask. that went down over his eyes. Like he had like a, he was more kind of on some um, adult contemporary rock. Shit, yeah. As opposed to the country music, that's tight. Yeah. So I think the first, probably the rap one. Well, we were kind of talking earlier, and I, I think it's it's Ram LZ because nobody knew Ram LZ's real name. If you don't know, Ram LZ was this rapper who kind of was affiliated with Basquiat. Basquiat produced. Uh, he got production credit, but he didn't really make the beat, and there was always a war. But Basquiat was kicking it and added his vibe. Yeah, <laughs> Basquiat was the original yeah, Puff Daddy. Basquiat was like the he was original like Puff Daddy executive producer. Yeah, like he wasn't. He didn't actually play. Any he music. painted the artwork too, and that that's like it's not one of the most like valuable. It's twelve is yeah, twelve is worth like five thousand dollars. Yeah, really? Yeah, there's yeah. like a hundred. They made like yeah five hundred, but only a few. Maybe even a hundred. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is that just song that's in uh, Wild Style? Style Wars. He's in it. Anyways, we should play the song. The song is in one of them, yeah. We should play the song for uh, this is Ramble Ramble Z Bebop. Get funky in the place. Get funky in the place. This pathetic dope addicts have to be abused. It's the same what a thing to be a prostitute. Life is given to us just to do the right thing. Instead of that, we came a whole ball with big dope feet. Makes you feel real bad. Every time I see another bone, oh, brother sleeping on the street In the corner, in the morning, every night and day It's a pity, so I'm ready, people try to act gay Everybody's turning crazy, so you better believe To do the right things, all soon you'll see Life ain't no more joke, it's a serious thing When you're dealing with the answers that you can't explain New York City is a place of mysteries Drug addicts, dope dealers, taking over the street That fear's always saying, why the hell do we pay for what? Well, they break the laws and get a couple of no sense trying to help, there's really no use Think the world's messing up, let me tell you the truth All rocks trying to pop with no respect 
So that was Ram LZ and K Rob. And what's this track called? It's called Beat Bop. Beat Bop. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Explain why that's a fucking alter ego. Because, well, Ram LZ was like an original kind of. He was the first rapper. I mean, I think before they had like Curtis Blow, you had Melly Mel, but they weren't like their own, like, super. He was like a superhero character. And I think throughout hip hop, I think a lot of the time it is a superhero character, an alter ego, something you wish you could, you know, say or do that you couldn't in your normal person. Mm-hmm. And he actually, I think, was the first one. And I think. We get into it later when we're talking the show about other people, but they eventually become their character. And I think Ram Mosley became the character. No one knew his actual last name. Like I said, he ended up kind of quitting rap in the uh, late '80s. He became popular in Japan and ended up making these like samurai kind of transformer mm-hmm. uh, art Towards things. Scales, just crazy. They're incredible. <laughs> yeah, and he just had a retrospective last year at uh, at Mocha in Los Angeles. It was the street art exhibit, and he lived in New York, and he called his apartment the Battle Station, and it was all like samurai transformers. And just like weird masks and yeah, it was, and, uh, so, I mean, I think that was the first kind of alter ego, but then like, you know, Run DMC obviously weren't like fat boys weren't alter egos, you know, the big stars of that time, like, mm-hmm. you know, cool Modi, <laughs> wild, wild west. <laughs> All right. So where do we go next? So who's, so who's next on this list? I mean, I, I think it goes from there into, uh, positive K obviously with, I got a man. Cause I think that was, <laughs> I got a man. Yeah, was, no one's done that since then. No one has, I'm a guy and a girl thing. Did he yeah. do more than one song like that? That's like some great Charles shit. too, right? Did you do another song like that? I think he did. I don't know. No, I don't think I. I'm sure he tried something. The thing about Positive K is supposedly they people were saying like on the internet that he actually was a pimp, like legitimately was. I believe that. Yeah, like I mean, if you can rap both parts, like you pimping can do is easy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not hard to imagine somebody pimping. It's like harder to not be a pimp than it is to be a pimp. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> this, uh, I think we should play. I think if you're out there, I think if you haven't seen, we're just gonna take a break right now and watch the video for Positive K's "I Got a Man." You guys should do the same. All right. Hey yo, sweetie, you looking kind of pretty. What's a girl like you doing in this rough city? I'm just here trying to hold my own ground. Yeah, I think I like how that sound. What you say we get to know each other better? That sounds good, but I don't think that I can let you. So, do you get a kick out of telling brothers no? No, it's not that, see, you don't understand I said I'll put it, I got a man What your man got to do with me? I told ya I'm not trying to hear that, see I'm not one of those girls that go whipping around I'm not a duck, baby, so don't play me like a clown I'll admit, I like how you kick it Now you're talking, baby, that's the ticket Now don't get excited and chuck your own hand I already told ya, I got a man What your man got to do with me? I got a man I'm not trying to hear that, see So that was Positive K's I Got a Man, which is not really an alter ego, but just... It was an alter ego. He was playing all the girls that have shot him down at every nightclub <laughs> when he's talking to slick pimp talk. These are girls... <laughs> right. These are he girls wasn't trying who, to feed them soup. These are girls with morals, <laughs> but these are broads that saw right through him. Like, yeah. for one, what young man wears, like, a fucking, like, a blazer <laughs> and, like, you know, a dashiki and a gold chain? And, like, all, the only guys that are like that are... I, if I could pull it off, I would. Yeah, it's Carl like, Kanai game was I think it was Carl Kanai yeah, yeah. Not the same person have <laughs> <laughs> anyone ever seen Carl Kanai I don't know I saw I've never seen like that I've never seen Maurice Malone either like, <laughs> he looked just like MC Breeze what I remember MC Breeze like. so I feel, I feel like that motherfucker just might just be everybody we had a better S curl yeah Breeze S curl was amazing was like, like, what was MC Breeze's song in the future, in your oh, front. Yeah, yeah, he was and dumb. then he had like a yeah, random. Yeah, he had yeah, like Flint. Flint. Yeah, he was oh, Flint. I yeah. thought he was from fucking sixties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was from Rolling Sixties yeah. Crip. It's like no, they did like, play him in L.A. constantly. Because that like, line, constantly. I got dollars in my pocket. I'm from Rolling. Yeah. That right there, all the Crips were like, "There's a big part of L.A. Yeah. that's just like rolling everything." Yeah. You know. Yeah. So if you're from Rolling, if you say Rolling anything, you're like, "I'll just roll the ball." That's gotta have weird things with ecstasy now. It's gotta fuck yeah. everything up. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't even claim it. No, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm rolling. It's like that's not the same. Nah, yeah. Uh, all right, all right. So, all right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Ego. He was a, on that song. All the female vocals that you heard, that was him. All the male vocals that you heard, that was him. Now, those were like three different girls, though, right? Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was a hill story. It was <laughs> crazy. Um, 
it's funny you mentioned pimping. It's like this is what a pimp would do. Like all the, the stuff he's heard. And yeah, he's like writing the game and the way around it. Like it's, that's that's Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean it's so funny, man. Because like you know that could be that whole scene right there. That's like dialogue in like a play. You know, mm-hmm. that's like that can be acted out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be a great like like musical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like a musical, musical. Yeah. Hey, dude, let's o- get- opening up for the R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> And then, well, at the same time, they had a totally opposite kind of alter ego. It was in the Ghetto Boys. Bushwick Bill uh, was Chucky. Chucky. Uh, because he, he really did kind of like look a little bit like... He reminded you of Chucky. He was pretty scary. He was pretty like little, Rastafarian Chucky. He's a little one-eyed doll. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with a, can you imagine Bushwick Bill kind of having like a meat cleaver, like, randomly around? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard Bushwick Bill talk, like, in an interview? No. Like, he's really smart. Yeah, it's it, like he like you he, like he's not at all like he's a dude that is like whoa you you're like an intelligent guy yeah but he's, he's, well, he's Willie, like bipolar too though I think he's time. a bit crazy well Willie D also incredibly well, Willie smart D. yeah best Twitter guy in the world yeah. by the way <laughs> yeah. 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 it's amazing really? yeah. I don't even know Willie D oh, yeah. man. you gotta follow him. You gotta follow Willie I think it's like Willie D live or something something like that yeah it's so good I don't have to follow I'm him everyone's it's it's good advice and then it's like it's really like sage advice from a man with a lot of wisdom and then it's like dissing people really <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big Willie D guy I'm biased though I'm a huge Willie D no Willie D it's hard not to be a Willie, Willie D, D had a big influence on on like angriness <laughs> I don't know like a, a lot of people like like Willie D like more than Bush with Bill oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Killer Mike kind of reminds me a lot of, of Willie D in a, in a certain way I can see that yeah. he's less like blunt yeah Willie D is the most blunt, blunt rapper yeah. ever yeah and that, that's Ice Cube yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that was a good time yeah for that yeah um, <laughs> so I think we should play probably uh, is there do you have uh, oh uh, what would be a good well there's the, the song Chucky would be the yeah let's, would be the let's go with Bill theme song I told you size was this shit that's why I murdered your nieces was my fault they find their head cutting 88 pieces don't let them run hurry up and catch them you grabbing on my grabbing on let's pull till we stretch them play pussy get fucked means you're better off dead I want to see food, so I fished in a child's head. Motherfuckers beware, cause I'm sick. Dead heads and frog legs, mmm, cake mix. Friday the 13th, the night of the living dead. Vampire arms walking around, giving niggas head. If you didn't die, I would say you got lucky. All body bombs dead, fuck it, blame it on Chucky. But this is child play, motherfucker. On a killing spree Give me some bob And I'll start by killing me When I murder I tried to slack off 900 missiles Blow little girls back off My name is So that was just uh, Chucky by Bushwick Bill It was just a warm Evening for him Yeah it's Average yeah. night Yeah it was, it was It started off with him About to like Kill your nieces right yeah, I think if I was Three foot tall With one eye I would probably Want to kill everybody At all See, times See I, I thought Little people were Supposed to be happy <laughs> but like I never understood why they would be well, happy. The alter ego is the angry person. You're familiar with. He's speaking. Voice. He's basically speaking for little people that can't speak up for themselves. Right. Right. And you know. killing them like four bars at a time. Like every four bars, there's a different kind of horrific murder. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole song is just that. Like couldn't this, couldn't that, couldn't do that. So imagine if there was a midget. Could you imagine if there was like a like a midget serial killer that they couldn't catch? <laughs> <laughs> can't handcuff what you can't touch it. Cuffs don't fit him. That's actually good. That'd be a good uh, movie. Yeah, yeah like, there's like this little person <laughs> under the law. Yeah, and it's not like a whore. <laughs> 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 uh, it's like, I got this idea. See, it's maybe a bad bitch. This next season, Dexter, we found our goal. Right yeah. All right, we're gonna. Shots fired is over. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna go write scripts. <laughs> we're gonna be famous. Yeah, I don't know. Go that famous screen, all the, the famous 90s. screenwriters. That would work um, in the nineties for sure, though. In the nineties, oh, yeah, yeah. Starring Jim Belushi. <laughs> well, work done, probably. <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> I love Bobcat Goldthwait. He's, he's great. Under yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had two personalities. 
He was yeah, rabbit. He's an alter ego. Oh, exactly. Bobcat Goldway was an alter ego. That's how we connect all this shit. Yeah. Bobcat Goldway was an alter ego? Yes. Bobcat Goldway is a regular person. He like directs films now. He's like a regular dude. He speaks like, totally this normally. Really? Whole other personality. <laughs> so, so he wasn't, yeah. Dang, that he spoke like that with yeah, that was a made up yeah, character. No. That's tight. Same with Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore is not actually like that. <laughs> Really? He's not like, like he's not that guy. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine they kind of like that. I was gonna say, like a little. You're bit, fucking like, in the army now. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for the camera, you just have to turn up. Like who you are, you magnify it. And so Bobcat Goldthwait isn't like that kind of like. Not at all. No, he's, he's like he's he'd probably come here and sit and chill and talk shit with us. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, he's an old bitter Hollywood guy now. Let's get him on. Let's get him on the podcast. He's a dope director too. Yeah. He's a dope director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, I guess then probably you kind of have to go into like Cool Keith, which I think is like when it started to kind of become like a cliche. He was the original. He, cool. he started that path. Yeah, cool like, Keith is a Henry Ford of all the Yeah, egos. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, like, like he's the one who they're all to go the, the thing yeah, I love yeah, about yeah. Cool Keith is that like if you, in an interview, he'll and, and lyrically, he basically, his whole thing now is just telling everyone that he, they ripped him off. Which yeah. and he's, oh, yeah. he's been true. doing that for ten years. Though. Yeah, in the, I remember the black Before people were like, like black album. Album. Yeah, yeah. But he did it for a different. He created alter egos in order to put out multiple records on different labels at the same time. So he had like all these different names. Oh, so it's a business thing. It, it, it started as a business thing. I mean, I think Doctor Octagon was going to be a Doctor Octagon because that was a project with uh, Danny Automator, and then like that was with Danny Automator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but all the other ones like. Uh, was the well, yeah, Black Elvis. Big City Truckers? Yeah, yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was. Those are all like I'm just gonna put out five albums at once. On yeah, labels. Yeah, yeah. psychotic. He, well, he was in Bellevue. Bellevue. I mean, yeah. he had Sometimes. like been to Bellevue. Yeah, Some, yeah I guess. And Doctor Octagon shit was different from the Black Elvis shit. Yeah, we saw yeah. it's spacey pimp shit. I know. think the best thing about him is that when he was doing the Octagon shit, or I think it might have actually been the Elvis shit, he was going out and throwing out like kind of like Happy Meals of like. Chicken wings and Capri Suns. No, <laughs> it's the best thing. Yeah, it shows, right? Yeah, it yeah. shows. He would do that. It was yeah, fried mean, chicken and a Capri Sun, mean, which mean. is like just delicious. <laughs> I'd love to catch like a, yeah. a, a hey, that's, that's so much. That's like <laughs> take this diabetes. Take this diabetes. Everybody gets diabetes. You get diabetes. You get diabetes. That is diabetes. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, we should. We. I think we should play. Uh, one of his, we should probably play. Do you want to play Black Elvis or should, should we play? Uh, play Donnie. Donnie. Have Shark Donnie. Alligator Hat Man. Have right. Shark <laughs> Alligator Hat Man. This is cool. Have Shark Alligator Hat Man. Like, yeah, it's already a Doctor Octagon alter ego, but then he's within Mr. Gerbic. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mr. Gerbic doing Have Shark Alligator Hat Man at the end of the Doctor Octagon. Album. All right, we're about to hear that. Half Shark, Half Man, skin like alligator, carrying a dead walrus. With my white eyes, gray hair, face is sky blue, yellow sirens react. My skin is colored lilac. My skin turn orange and green in the limousine. People think I'm mixed with sharks, drinking gasoline. Underwater, I breathe lizards on my sleeve. Walking down Hollywood Boulevard, look for credit card. Three alligators behind me feel my skin is hard. Transvestites and people watch space parasites. I left a set in the store, legs in the street, body on Wilcox with blood dripping off my feet. LAPD through gray clouds couldn't see me. I first turned rainbow, close my eyes, watch my brain glow. People got scared and ran away. They think I'm weird. I was born this way. Half shark alligator. Is he weird? Half shark alligator, half man. All right, it's half shark alligator, half man. She was like a person inside of a person inside of. It was like yeah. a, it was four alter egos, little Russian dolls. Yeah, <laughs> four dolls. Here. Cool Keith. Yeah, Cool Keith. I feel like he just was the one who. I mean, he he like. It started to feel calculated, I think, but with him, like you felt like it was the product of like I think genuine insanity, which is why it works. That's when it, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what separates him from people doing it. A lot of people who do it now just just are like, well, then I'm this guy. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think like I mean I think we might as well just go straight into Pry Eminem, where it kind of just that's I think where it became. He started kind of the cliche. I mean Cage actually. We were talking about Cage, Cage. earlier. Cage Cage did it subtly though, because he you know he like. He was Alex. He yeah. referred to his his like his normal self in yeah. his songs when he was rapping his case, but I don't think he ever. It's not like when Jay Z does the Sean Carter thing, you know? Right. Like right. it's just like just mentioning himself outside of his rapper self. But Eminem create like Slim Shady and Eminem was a different. They're two different guys. Oh yeah. You, know? you read the story yeah. where he like he claimed he like 
invented it while sitting on the toilet, which I always think he stole from Doc Brown and Back to the Future. <laughs> like, when he did the time machine. That Eminem created it. Eminem said, like, he was sitting on the toilet one day and created some shady, but I'm pretty sure he was stealing it from the time machine. <laughs> so Doc Brown. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of good things come up when you say If you yeah. listen to Infinite, like Eminem's, like, first record, then you listen to the Slim Shady EP, the only difference is, like, you know... Uh, he got a lot better. He got a lot better. The is he met that's the outsiders. Murder, murder he on met it. the outsiders. Well, I'm, not style wise, but content wise. Why the other character had to be created, right? Uh huh. And this is like he's super moral. He's talking about how he hates, like you know, he doesn't like uh, how this girl Maxine like hoards herself around. He was talking about like you know, don't cut me off in ciphers. And then he skips to my wife. You know, fucked. You know, fucking. You know, whatever guy that he, she fucked on Eight Mile. And I do a lot of drugs. I think, like, real life just battered the fuck out of him. He moved to New York, started hanging out with some dudes in New Jersey that smoked Sherm. <laughs> Never yeah. underestimate Sherm. 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 You're going to learn anything from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Power of fucking Sherm. Sherm is involved. And he lost his shit. Sherm, Sherm is lost his shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. E.G. the Wu-Tang Clan. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that should be a different episode. How much? Or he found his voice. Yeah, (laughs) depending how you look. Yeah, he found his voice, but he found his voice voice. from yeah. He he found his voice from being battered by life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a stylistic change more than anything. You know, I thought he just went. He he already knew. He already had a certain mastery with how he wrote shit and how he dealt with words. And I felt like when he started dealing with people with bigger personalities, he felt like oh, he turned. You need to turn it up. up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think in the late 90s, too, it was a time definitely when, like, I think before that, you could kind of get away with just being a good rapper. And then all of a sudden, it, like, right. transferred into, yeah, like, exactly. you have to be a larger-than-life personality. Exactly. You have to be a character. Right? I mean, like, yeah. you have DMX at the time. I mean, it was, like, like huge star. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z was a huge personality. Well, in every album after the Slim Shady album. The first album, the Slim Shady album, is that what he called it? it that was the Slim Shady LP, yeah. Because then he made the Marshall Then he made the Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem show. The Eminem, yeah, it was all just like, this is what this is about. And it was kind of very vague. I don't know. I think it was kind of reaching a lot of shit. Yeah, I thought, like, it certainly ran out of steam. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think, like, well, he kind of brought it back, I think, with, with Relapse, which is kind of an interesting album. I mean, I didn't really like Relapse. Is that song with the accents and shit? Uh, Which is the one with I think Triumph his encore was Triumph the Insult Dog. Rap? I think that was on encore. Yeah, that just yeah. Like I mean, I feel like that when he did really the whole like like the fucking Afghanistani like, fucking like every song. song. <laughs> yeah, like seven songs where he rapped like like, like Triumph. The I like that he got he got dissed by <laughs> Triumph the Insult Dog and responded. By rapping like him. <laughs> yeah. That was the first. But the label put that out too, which is really, they're like, oh, it's good. <laughs> it's sure. still sold millions of copies. made so much money. Like, you know, oh. no one can tell you no at that point. Oh. You know? Yeah. Was, I mean, he's still like the most popular rapper in the world. Yeah. Like, in, he was like the first rapper, I think, that like in Europe, like they're like, we really understand you now. <laughs> I'm sure the whiteness didn't hurt. Yeah, it definitely. Like, we relate yeah. to you for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't figure it out <laughs> about you. I can't really put my finger. Oh, Except yeah. in Russia, where they're right. It's like fuck it. Hey, we like I was in I was in Australia, man, and I was around like just nothing but white people. It's Australia, yeah, nothing course. nothing but white people, and you know, no Maoris. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, that was that was when I was in Brisbane, but I think. Uh, at this time, I was in Melbourne. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was around, like, the battle rap crowd. So it was, like, it's not, like, the artsy Melbourne, right? <laughs> and, like, I swear to God, I had this, like, this is, like, Carter Three era, you know? And I had this conversation with this, you know, these people, like, the Carter Three is the shit. And they're just, like, but Eminem, <laughs> his latest record is better. I'm, like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. This is way better. This one's not as good. This is being, you know, cutting edge. And this is just like it was the same thing. Like, oh, we just filled him. We we filled him a little bit more. We did. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you know, what you, that's what you're gonna relate yeah. to, I guess. I yeah. mean, I, I feel it. You know, I mean, now, well, I think you can say that now. It's now that like it's been okay to like white rappers. I think like white people have been like, okay, now we can like, oh, you know, now. It's, you, ever, you ever meet someone that like when they list their favorite rappers? It's all like very specific white dudes, and I'm like, you're kind of, you're kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, like I'm like, there's no way you gotta like. It's like black the guys. Yeah. No, it's like guys whose favorite basketball players are only white. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's like, it's like okay, okay, oh, you like rap, but you're kind of your angle is fucked. I'm up. a huge <laughs> Wally Serbiak fan. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about. He's great. Listen, he's a great. <laughs> Kurt Henrick. I don't know. Yeah. I like his fundamental. <laughs> all right, let's get back on these alter Stop. egos. Let's not talk about race relations for too long. Yeah, it's now. pretty related. Long I think Kurt was racist. Brian Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini's 
alter ego is the white mamba. Yes. <laughs> or bring it all back around. Oh, okay. There's no such thing as a white mamba in the there, wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you haven't seen Brian Scalabrini shoot three. When snakes are albino, they're pink. Oh, what about the red rocket? <laughs> My man uh, on San Antonio, the red rocket. <laughs> oh, Matt Bonner? Yeah. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bonner. Great three point touch. No alter ego. Yeah, Off this episode. Matt Bonner. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Pause. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Why not? Is, I can say that too. Hey, hey love is gay, cuz. <laughs> love is gay. <laughs> I mean, so should we play like an Eminem song? I mean, was there a quintessential Eminem? I mean, do people really need to hear another Eminem song? No, no one needs to hear another Eminem song. He doesn't song. need us. Nah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Buy Eminem records. <laughs> he's probably, like, he's like one of the most important rappers in the fucking last, like, you know, 10 oh, yeah. years, right? 20 years or when the 2000s started I think we should play Rock Bottom because that, oh, that is, was that is Slim Shady that yeah. was I don't know if that was Slim Shady I always thought that was Marshall Mathers well I feel like that's what it all might that, be Eminem though that Rock Bottom I always thought uh, As the World Turns was Slim Shady I always really so. liked that song who did I'm Not Afraid <laughs> which asshole was that no. who's was responsible it? I think that was like, like Bro Mathers or Bro Mathers or like Aerosmith Mathers <laughs> What about I just don't give a fuck? <laughs> that is that's yeah. the that's, that's the beginning. Alright, all right. this is Eminem's I just don't give a fuck. Slim Shady, brain dead like Jim Brady. I'm a M80. You little like that Kim lady. I'm buzzing, dirty dozen, naughty rotten rhymer. Person that you play is worse than Morty Schottenheimer. You whacking in the motherfucker, you bitch your style from. You ain't gonna sell two copies if you press a double album. Admit it, fuck it, while we coming out in the open. I'm doing acid crack, smack coke, and smoking dope then. My name is Marshall Mathers, I'm an alcoholic. I have a disease and they don't know what to call it. Better hide your wallet, cause I'm coming up quick to strip your cash. Bought a ticket to your concert to come and whip your ass. Bitch, I'm coming out swinging so fast that it make your eyes spin. You getting knocked the fuck out like Mike Tyson. The proof is in the pudding, the stats that Sean Holtman. I'll slit your motherfucking throat worse than Ron Goldman. So when you see me on your block with two blocks, screaming fuck the world like two pies, just don't give a fuck. Talking that shit behind my back, dirty Mac, and telling your boys that I'm on crack, just don't give a fuck. So put my tape back on the rack, go run and tell your friends my city's whack. I just don't give a fuck. But see me on the street and duck, cause you gon' get stuck, stolen, and snuck. Cause I just don't give a fuck. I'm nicer than Pete, but I'm on a search to crush a milk bone. I'm everlasting. I melt vanilla ice like silicone. I'm ill enough to just shots fired. Comedy fans, we know you're ready for a brand new season of Portlandia. I am. This show is absurdly funny, very smart, and always interesting. You'll be so glad you tuned in. Check in on Friday nights with Earwolf guest Fred Armisen and his buddy Carrie Brownstein as they tour Portland with their crew of offbeat characters. Awesome guest stars in this season include Bill Hader, Roseanne Barr, Jim Gaffigan, Patton Oswalt, Chloe Sevigny, <laughs> Juliette Lewis, and Kyle McLaughlin reprising his role as the mayor. This show was always fresh and creative, and you'll want to see what they come up with next. Catch all the new episodes of Season 3 in 2013. Don't forget, guys, tune in to Portlandia every Friday night at 10, 9 central on IFC. And stop by IFC.com for more information. So that was Eminem's I Just Don't Give a Fuck. Yeah. I think that was probably the song that kind of like... You know, you're talking about your cassette tape when you yeah. first, yeah, yeah, the whole the whole EP that when I got it, someone dubbed it for me, yeah, and and I I didn't know he was white at the time. I yeah, I don't think anybody knew this kind of didn't know either. Yeah. Um, and I heard it, and I was like, that's no, I've never heard anyone. His whiteness was the alter ego. Oh yeah, he saw oh he's white. There's a black guy under there. Yeah, he wore a white suit, but it was shot. The whole EP, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, I was like murder, murder. That was my favorite song. Murder was great. I think I just don't give a fuck is. Is Slim Shady yeah, like this is like the point where he once he was able to express that is like that's when he became Slim Shady. That one in uh, Low Down and Dirty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it was very similar, like the same kind of attitude and flow. Like mm-hmm. I remember, I, I had this girl at the time, a black girl, mm-hmm. and I just heard. Um, I just don't give a fuck, and I think murder, murder, and I played them for her, and she was like. She said, black people don't make music like that. <laughs> really? And, yeah. And I was like, no, because I thought he was black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then, yep, yeah, ended up coming out later. His wife. Yes. I mean, that, that has to be the biggest coming out since, like, you know, that's like the Frank Ocean of its time, right? I mean, it was underground. I didn't think, I thought Cage was Puerto Rican. I guess <laughs> I know we're in California, we didn't have Puerto Rican, so, like, if he was that light skinned, he was white. Well, no, I never saw a picture of him. I just remember his voice. He sounded like like a dude. He, or he was in lighter shade of brown. Yeah. <laughs> Is it in too deep? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we started in too deep? He sounded like a white red man to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, white's crazy. Right, so like, <laughs> yeah. Around the same time, uh, like MF Doom came out and started doing his thing, and he was. Yeah. Real name was Daniel Tamil, and he was in. Uh, he was Zev Love X before that in. Uh, in KMD. KMD. And then they put out an album called Black Bastard, and understandably, the label executives they did shoved not, it. They shoved it, yeah. And yeah. then the demo, and they, they had like little, the cover though. The yeah. cover, yeah. yeah. yeah they could have got away with Black Bastard. Yeah, the cover, they had little cartoon piccaninis being hung, basically. Yeah. 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 You know, like this, and, and I think it was under Warner, and it was the same time around like Cop Killer had happened. It was a little bit after Cop Killer. Like, super no, it was conservative. Little, yeah, it was around the same time. As that. Yeah, I just remember it was in that same. I, I hear yeah, him talking about that. Like, and it's also when his brother died. His brother suffered. His brother died, got yeah. killed in a car crash. Yeah, yeah really? so which I think was the result. That's why MF Doom kind of came to be. I think it's yeah. yeah he, he went into like I think he, he was hiding. Yeah, nobody really like heard from him from like what when when KMD dissolved. Subright died. Yeah, and he went out. He went. Underground for for a while, and yeah. then he only popped up like on Fondlem. Yeah, that was, that's when. Yeah. So, so they said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard he was like they said that he was like rhyming in open mic nights under with a ski mask on. That yeah. was always that. That could have been who knows with him though. It's like he was actually like the villain. I mean, his alter ego was the villain, and I think he's really he's been the only one that's actually kept to their alter ego. And, and he's an example of a guy that that sounded nothing like his old version. Yeah, like, when he came sure. back. I would never have guessed it was Evan. Yeah, I mean, I knew it because I was told it, but but like his slurry kind of drunk yeah. style compared to like the hyper animated style of Evan. I, mean, I have more to say, I have to say, I'm noticing the reoccurring theme is that these motherfuckers that create alter egos go through some traumatic experience. Yeah, like it's like a rupture. It's like getting molested. It's like a rupture, kind of or like, or like getting molested, <laughs> or you know, going to Bellevue, fucking, you know, your brother dying, you know. You know, doing Sherman, you know, fucking having a wife named Kim, right? <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a wife named Kim, especially, it would make yeah. sense. Yeah. Exactly. If I had a wife named Kim, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, it'd be an odd kind of thing to go with. <laughs> Kim. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, yeah. Look, this is plain for. I guess now it'd be Caitlyn. <laughs> generation. Every girl in the South is called Caitlyn. Here's a fun fact. That's hard. That's why all your bitches named Caitlyn in the South. Cool ones, whatever. No, no, no. That's Doom being bitches. Right, uh, <laughs> we're ruining everything now. All right, yeah. This so podcast Doom, makes no sense. Should we play Dead Band? Sure, yeah, sure. yeah, let's yeah. play. This is MF Doom's Dead Band. This was his first kind of big song after he switched from being Zev Lovax to MF Doom. Still try to tell us who your lights on. Chasing all of you went away. When you come around, you bring brighter days. She told me you're the perfect he told her I will rock this microphone Always I hold the mic Like niggas hold their girls tight But I ain't after her Probably your actor or Pearl White The hook or nine And many times down and hit it Cause we specific more times than dimes in a prisoner When you broke north I crashed the barbecue like Riddick at the Garden True That's the Garden Me pardon you Cheapers, I was told back The whole game access to my beeper Call back my secretary gatekeeper Like I ain't peeper I said darling you was stupid though You know the super villain Home. I had this style ever since I was a child I got this other style I ain't flipping a while It goes your scientific intelligence Put one point of relevance <laughs> so that was MF Doom's dead band. Yeah. We, we were saying, yeah. With the squeeze like ball it. sound effect. Exactly. Yeah. Why. Yeah, it's being recorded. Yeah. DIY. There's <laughs> 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 a DIY episode. Yeah. <laughs> are we, wait, are we, are we, is that going to be on the floor? Uh, it has to be on the floor. And this is how DIY we are. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. a computer. Right, it's on the floor. Because it needs power. <laughs> squeeze toys. All right, yeah, anyways, but I think it, it allowed him, and I think you've seen this later on in, in like, rap. He was basically, like, if, if he came back, like, hi, I'm Zubbo Vax in 1998, everyone would have been like, yeah, it's kind of over, man. Like, yeah. it's just, your style is just obsolete. But he invented a new style and a character, and he went with it. And he had the commitment, man. He had the yeah. commitment. 
Yeah, he still is in that character <laughs> yeah, exactly. 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he sends fake people to shows because he is the villain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he owns it, but he owns the fuck yeah. out of that. Like, yeah. like, and? It's like Rick Ross. It's like, it's like, yeah. And? And he's got more. <laughs> You're like, I can't say it. I he's can't. Got, he's also got Victor Vaughn. Yeah. He's Victor got, Vaughn. there's some money. King Hedra. King Hedra. King Hedra. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're all kind of similar, but. He had JJ. Yeah, he they're all JJ doing this year, which is like, but yeah. no, JJ Doom, that was like a collab project. Retarded yeah. Friend is the best song, but it's hard to see. Like, like yeah, Retarded Friend. It had like, like a couple of good songs. Some yeah. of them I didn't like, but yeah. I like a few. Yeah. Like, a weird ratio for Doom. I like Hello Governor. I like Hello Governor. He can get away with that because he's English. No. He, yeah, he's just he, like Slick Rick. Isn't he trapped in England right now? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. A couple years. Well, what I heard was that he like went over four shows and then, like, because he was getting paid crazy oh, right. money in right. Europe. And then he was like, fuck it. I'm just going to no, stay. No, no, no. He tried to come back. <laughs> and then he, he jumped away. But he was staying for a minute and then he got trapped. He got turned away. Yeah. 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 So it, the, the backstory on that is that he was born there and he's like an illegal immigrant here, right? Yeah, he never had papers. He never had papers. So he went there and he tried to leave and then. They're like, you can't leave. And like they've been trying to get him to do shows out in London since since he blew up. So those are shows. English, yeah. yeah, and I think about the same time we might as well go into the next one. Uh, well Madlib became Quasimodo, and I think that was two thousand with the unseen, two thousand, yeah. two thousand and one. And then he did the unseen and the story was like that he did mushrooms for like a week. And I actually got to interview Madlib. Yeah. And I was like, So is that true? And he's like, A week? <laughs> Maybe like a month. <laughs> and he was just like he just won't talk anything. He'll just like leave you these like cryptic things at the like, end of it. Do you think he remembers making the music? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think. I think he makes that much music that he can't remember any of it because right. he's just constantly making music ten hours a day. Like, he's smoking blunts. Now, all he does, he's got. He lives. He's in a Masonic studio in Highland oh, Park. What? He lives in a Masonic studio. What the fuck is a Masonic studio? Like a it was a former Mason temple, and oh, yeah. it's on the top floor. They converted a Masonic temple into a studio, and he's got an entire. It's like three rooms. He's got drum kits. He's got thousands and thousands and thousands of records. People just bring him records too. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah like the dude. Right? But you know, I had a guy who was filming, and he was like, "He's like, I have records from Mexico," and he's like, "Give them to me." <laughs> you know, it's like. And he just, just like, like feeding some like pagan guy. Well, and then you have J Rock down the street, so it's like the two of them, like, you know, yeah. you can't get a record. And they just open up a new record store, and like, it's like, oh, J Rock already shops there, so you're like done. Can't even get any records. <laughs> but basically, you know, he did that, he did mushrooms for a month, they came back kind of with like a helium voice, kind of alter ego, and mm-hmm. should probably play an unseen song, just kind of, dig, you know. So, you know what I mean? I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this just, this just reminds me of, like, you know, on a personal note, when I was hanging out with beauty writers, and this is always listening to this shit right here. Okay. All right, this oh. is a song. This is a, this is a Quasimodo song. <laughs> oh. Quasimodo representing the unseen. Immortal stats, so we got invisible cling Advanced rhyme team, out of little beans The unseen, we keep it clean Like a diamond ring, a dirty like a one night blink But I bet you can't catch my swing We roll numbers, stack styles every time we do our thing Hitting like some linebackers, we ramshackless You fuck with us, you end up on the blacklist You rush my tackless, yeah that's a fat kiss of death Like we on the street scene You and your whole crew retrieve Cause I ain't got no tricks up your sleeve While we must rhyme function to a point where y'all can't even breathe to make way for the unseen. So that was Quasimodo's The Unseen. And that kind of, I think like that was, there was like a second wave of kind of super egos of the underground kind of was, you had Eminem, you had Cool Keith, you had MF Doom, you had Madlib kind of doing those alter egos. And then you kind of, I, there weren't that many alter egos until like, the last few years, he did those kind of play themselves out of the two thousands, and I think like I mean I think I think those those are two egos are kind of like tied into the ones from the early two thousands by Doom because Doom's yeah. popularity stretched all the way into like you know oh seven oh eight. You know? Doom was one of those rappers I feel was like an underground rapper, but had like a lot more popularity than he probably ever got credit for. Like a lot of these people now are probably influenced by Doom, and bigger rappers liked Doom. Bigger, I like yeah, it. Like, rappers are bigger than him. Like, like most of that yeah, most definitely yeah, where you're just like yeah, rapping it's crazy. Like I'm sure Jay Z is secretly yeah. a big. Yeah, I you don't think? I wonder. Jay Z, yeah. Jay Z, Jay Z. I think likes Coldplay a little more than yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Jay Z likes Coldplay. You think Jay Z? John Mayer and Coldplay. He's quoted being like, "That's kind of shit I've been doing." But I remember like reading. I remember reading like a Jay Z in the source in like '98, and he was like, "Yeah, just in the you know crazy stuff like." 
Sarah McLaughlin and UGK. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Did you just say but, Sarah McLaughlin and UGK in the same sentence? I was saying as a New Yorker, you know, like you like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, I was saying as a New Yorker, I feel like New York guys they weren't like able to admit that they like things outside of real shit. So yeah. like Sarah McLaughlin is real shit, I think. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know where you hang out. Raptors, <laughs> Raptors in New York definitely were kind of tight-lipped about about their interest outside of rap. Yeah. Like even just being a New Yorker and liking weird left coast shit, like I did. People were like, "What?" Yeah, because you were really yeah. in the freestyle fellowship. Like, I was in like Latirics and freestyle, all yeah. that stuff. Like I was yeah. obsessed yeah. with that stuff. So like, yeah, I, I got the funny eye about that a, a lot. <laughs> I think we gotta we gotta talk a little bit about Serengeti because I think maybe probably the Earwolf listeners don't know Serengeti, maybe. They, they should. They might. We, we can't insult their intelligence before we find out. Yeah, you guys all have wonderful taste. Yeah, um, yeah Serengeti, you want to talk about him, Mike? Because you kind of... Yeah, he's, uh, he's out of Chicago. He's still in Chicago, but uh, he's, a, he's a guy I've been knowing on the scene for a long time. Uh, he has a character called Kenny Dennis, which is like a stereotypical Chicago sports fan kind of character. Like, if you're familiar with SNL... The Bears. The Bears. 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 Yeah, he yeah, comes from that. But then it's a whole personality and universe based on that character. Like he has like two or three records and some old group <laughs> records. With well, he character. came up with the idea. He said, like I once asked him, I was like, "How did you come up with the idea for like this like the Bears fan to be your alter ego?" And he's like, "I was watching the Little League World Series. And I thought it'd be kind of funny if uh, some kid's favorite baseball player or his favorite actor was Brian Dennehy." <laughs> and I was like that's pretty funny yeah. and uh, but he like he really went with it like not only did he create an alter ego he created so he like one day he was like well a 45 year old white guy who likes the bears and sausage is kind of weird like why would he be rapping like that doesn't make any sense right. so then he decided to create a backstory which there was he had been rapping in the golden age when he was 30 years old which was old for the golden age and right. he had a record deal on Jive Records, <laughs> and they played at the Jive Records showcase, which I love. It was in Philadelphia, and uh, he said Shaq Distant. Shaq and the Fushnik. Shaq Distant. I've never heard this. I gotta hear this. I've never heard this. Shaq Distant mustache at the at the uh, oh, yeah, and, and one of the Jack the Rapper. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. Shaq was like he's like hey look at the look at his funny mustache. Like for the next ten years, like this and Shaq all the time. Yeah. Now he has a rap song called Shazam, where it's his diss on Shaq. Shazam? I've never heard. I've never heard this. All right. Yeah. This is so. This is we we should play Dennehy, which is you should watch Dennehy if you're listening to this. No, we're not gonna play Dennehy. I think we should just play Shazam because it's new and it's kind of it's amazing. It's dissing Shaq. You gotta see the video. You gotta see the video. You gotta watch the video. Watch the video. All right. So we might as well have. All right. We're gonna watch. This is this is Serengeti Shazam from the Kenny Dennis EP that came out in Anacon this year. Shazam by Serengeti. That was his guest on Shaquille O'Neal. That video is amazing, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Special effects. We were just talking about how, uh, you know, the label was trying to get Shaq to retweet it. But, you know. Shaq wouldn't retweet it because Shaq's not funny. Shaq don't want none. Shaq, Shaq is funny. Shaq, 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 I think Shaq is funny. When he was like, Kobe had his my ass taste, that was funny. Yeah. Even though it wasn't really funny. It just was but funny. Because like, Shaq is racist when he, like, told Yao, Yao Ming, Ching Chong, Ching Chong, Ching. <laughs> but to be fair to Shaquille O'Neal versus the Kobe beef, I would be mad at, at Kobe, too. I'd beat the shit sure. out of Kobe. Yeah. Good. I mean, does everyone know? Yeah, I think yeah. where he Kobe basically donned on him and was like, Shaq has affairs, and he's got a guy who handles all the affairs. Like, he had a separate guy that was handling He just snitched on two people. He snitched on the guy and Shaq. And the bitches. And the bitches. Which, yeah. also, considering what Kobe did. Yeah. Know, Kobe's been fucking everyone for years, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. That's kind of like 
No, but you know what Kobe, Kobe did? He's a guy that if he slips and falls, he grabs you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just like, yeah. 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 He's a rat. He's a rat. So then I think I, I, we might as well go into the last two. I think the last kind of era of the alter egos right now is, I think it's Captain Murphy and Scoop Lion. Well, let's just separate these. Separate. Captain Murphy. Captain Murphy. That's Flying Lotus' alter ego. Yeah. He's a rapper. First, he was supposed to be a cartoon. Yeah. But then he ended up being a guy with a ski mask on. Yeah. yeah, he was the guy with the gold lame cape. Or gold sequence gold sequence cape and a ski mask. I actually haven't heard the music. Actually, I haven't listened the to the music. Oh, it's a good record. Good. It's yeah, good. it's a good record. Yeah. I thought it was based on a C Lab twenty twelve character, whatever that show is called. Oh, it's, yeah, it is. Well, that was yeah, yeah, a character in Captain Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Or I thought it was based on the Ro- Robocop. Yeah, I thought it was Captain Murphy. But yeah, that's Murphy. What is there to talk about that? I mean, I think it was a really smart move for him because if you we're talking about this earlier, like. If Captain, if Flying Lotus had come out and be like, "Yeah, I'm starting to rap," and when they Flying Lotus, everyone would have been like, "Yeah, all right, dude. Like, no one cares about your rap." But he created an alter ego, changed up his voice, did the Quasimodo thing, which I think is what Madlib yeah. did. Whereas, you know, Madlib never wanted to put those out, those records out. Like Wolf apparently mm-hmm. heard them; they were just demos. He just did that for fun, encouraged him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure with Lotus, it probably was the same. Like, he probably was just fucking around one day and making music. He's always oh, we're going to. I think I think so. I think that's what it is. But out of all the ones that we talked about, none of them were like a smart move. None of them. They all they all seem like you know, like traumatic experience or some <laughs> weird shit. Like this is like you know, this is this is the least interesting. But smoke like Sonic. <laughs> this is the least interesting out of all of them. Yeah, to keep it to keep it one hundred. And I know the guy. But I mean, I think he. I, I think he's just doing this for fun. I don't think. I think the other guys that was like their livelihood, they were rappers. You know, for him, I don't think it's like he's not. If he if he never raps another word, like he's going to be fine because he'll make you know songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fun project for fun. What do yeah. you call those again? <laughs> yeah. a vanity project. Yeah, but that's but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that's. I think the music came out well, and like actually, like there's a lot of shit he's made. That I'm yeah, like, wow, this is legit. Yeah, good music. Blockhead, we should also mention, has an alter ego, uh, sort of. It's called the Party Fun Action Committee. I have many alter egos. Let's <laughs> get serious. Is the name yes. of the record, which we'll have to devote an entire record to. I'm, I'm probably the biggest Party Fun Action Committee. <laughs> the only. I'm the, <laughs> like no. I have I have four friends at college. Yeah, Merz Merz likes him too. Merz likes him. Yeah, no. When I was at college, like when I was at college, like they were like Jeff, you need to hear this, and like I heard then they were like, beer. And uh, this is a song where they make fun of Boston, kind of frat boy, kind of douchebags, and it's hilarious. What's the, what, what record? Was that the Bazooka Tooth record? You guys? Yeah, you had it. Where, oh, where we sang on it? Yeah. Well, I sang on it. <laughs> uh, it's, we. Uh, well, no, you know, it's Jeremy Backup. No, I did like a, like a Neptune t- like, like parody. Was it called Bazooka Tooth? No, it was, um, 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 um. It's a song about a girl. Cook like. it up. Cook it up. Cook it up. Yeah. Cook it up. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. I liked yeah. it. Cook it up was yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's why no one really requests that one. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no, I like it. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> if anyone's listening to this, just get one. Let's As a guy that had an alter ego, how does it feel like going into the studio? Does it feel different from working on Blockhead stuff than working on Party Fun Action Committee? I don't think stuff? I looked at it like that, though. Because, I mean, on, on that album, I was doing a bunch of different characters. I mean, the one character that I really dedicated a lot of time to was the uh, A&R guy yeah. who I was just kind of like this smarmy know-it-all who doesn't L- know Lars anything Heimel or Stephen Richardson who's questionably gay or not <laughs> I was Steve I, I forget which one I think I was I, think I, was, I, was, I, was, I was Stephen Richardson I was Stephen yeah. Richardson and Lars Heimel Prince Albert. Lars Heimel <laughs> yeah yeah we just eat like hummus and like, the worst people ever uh, but because that was I actually had to get into a mode everything else is just like a voice like yeah. I'd be like Fred Durst or something you know, like, <laughs> yeah yeah something like, <laughs> or Paul Barman yeah Paul Barman <laughs> MC Noah Weissman. MC Noah Weissman. Never mind. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Wow. As a, as a, as a, can I tell a funny story about yeah. that for a second? Yeah. Uh, Jer did that MC Noah Weissman. The other guy in the group's name, Jer. He had literally never heard a Paul Barman song. <laughs> I explained what he sounded like to him, and he did a perfect Paul Barman impression <laughs> without ever hearing him. He's like, oh, okay, I can do that. And he just did it. I was like, dude, you never heard this before. <laughs> Yes, I mean, you kill it, you kill it. Yeah, and then I guess we have Snoop Lion, it's kind of the most yeah. recent one, which is... This is another one that I don't understand at all. Uh, I think it was like, well, supposedly the story is that Snoop went to Jamaica, had this Rastafarian awakening and became Snoop Lion, and Diplo happened to make the beats. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, apparently. You like the songs. Yeah, I mean, I heard that one song, and it sounds, you know, it sounds Jamaican. Are they like Wayne Wonder? <laughs> like Wayne Wonder joints? Are they like... Yeah, it sounds like... Like, it's kind of like new reggae? I haven't heard any of the songs. We play, let's play. I think we should play uh, one of the Snoop Lion songs, and then yeah, we'll probably 
before I go out with that. So we're not we're in a lull. We're gonna lull you to the soothing sounds of Paul Barman. I know. <laughs> Not quite. No, Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. Snoop Barman. Joking with you, <laughs> listeners. Joking. Paul, Paul Lion. <laughs> Them a walk in a talk about this a one Them a laugh and go on about that a one Hey, what you want, you can't get it, get it And the problem will get real dready, dready Say, who feels it knows And I suppose that you never know Oh, you reap what you sow Can't plant the corn when the peas won't figure No Shots fired, and you just heard Snoop Lion. La 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 la. <laughs> that, was, that was a dead on imitation. Yeah, you know, I get paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the big money comes from. Rivaling your Yeah, and we're, we're about done with this episode, the Alter Ego episode, and we're about to have our last thoughts. What have we learned from the Alter Ego episode? <laughs> we should all do it. <laughs> We've all learned. Fuck the alter ego episode. I have an alter ego. Now. That's exactly what somebody with an alter ego would say. Yeah. <laughs> is it an alter ego? No, the only alter no. ego I have is like when I'm with my wife and when I'm with my friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Every man has that alter ego. <laughs> I don't need a fuck to put on a mask. <laughs> I'm already wearing one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, You're well, off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we'll block out. What do you got going on? What's what's up? Uh, uh, I let's see what I got. Uh, I'm working on a bunch of projects. I'm working on one with my man over my deal here. I'm working on one with uh, a Logic that's coming out next year. I'm working on one with Billy Woods, and I'm working on one with Mark Speck. And uh, I also have a Twitter block at NYC, and I have a blog fatfriend.com. Fat, fat with a ph. Yeah, and that is all you need to know about. By me. the way, he's not fat, so if you guys like. Obese and just wanted to be a fan of his because you're obese. <laughs> it's not gonna work. No, you gotta be phat fat. Right. Yeah. You can't be. I don't like fat fans. <laughs> no, you, you, can, you can be a fan of <laughs> yours and fat. You can be a fan of yours and fat, but like you're not like I only like this guy because I'm fat and he's fat like me. Right. It's not like watching Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I hope that I hope that's that's not why people would like it. <laughs> Related. You know, they see that banner picture on your site and they, they know. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen the banner picture on this site? No. Oh, yeah. Mike, what do you everybody, everybody on the site should go, everybody listening should go check out Fat. What do you, what do you work on? Open Mike Eagle. I may or may not be working on uh, Friday with Blackhead. Oh, yeah. It's, may it's, not. Up, yeah. It's, up it's, up it's up in the air. Wink, wink. Up in the air. Up in the air. Uh-huh. My new single, December 11th. <laughs> yeah. that, that already passed by now. That's right. But, yeah. yeah. Cool. And I'm uh, Jeff Weiss. You should go to passionwise.com or not. And uh, you listen to Shots Fired. Or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, the views and, uh, you know, words said by the people in this room are not necessarily the views that are expressed by Earwolf.com. <laughs> or they might be. <laughs> we don't know. Don't be for Ear- Earwolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Fuck all you other podcasts. That's why I fuck right. your wife, you fat motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.